want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
New Year's or no. Happy New Year? If there's only one New Year. <laughs> this one. What if you only say it once? But it's for like all of the years remaining in your life. Could it be Happy New Year's then? And you just say it once. Yeah, I mean, I guess. And then never say it again. Yeah. <laughs> happy New Year's. All right, so before we talk about the elevator. Yes. We started off. With two Rochester bands. Mm-hmm. First up was King Buffalo with the song Hours. King Buffalo's music for I think the last week of 2022 was in digital format, all free for download on Bandcamp. Oh, cool. But it's the 2nd of <laughs> January now, and I think that You're boat shit out of has luck. probably sailed. <laughs> 
And then we went into Vicious Intent with the song Called Into the Darkness. Yes. Those um, vocals remind me a bit of early Necrophagia, Killjoy's vocals. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so they're a newish band out of Rochester. Uh Uh-huh. I believe. New to me. I, I haven't seen them yet, but they do have... At least five shows coming up Whoa, in January. What? January alone, yes. <laughs> They're going to be playing at Stamps, the bar near Buffalo. They're going to—that's on January sixth. Uh, January tenth, they're going to be playing Metal Meltdown at Record Archive. January twentieth, they're going to be playing at Rose and Crown. January twenty-first, they're playing Heavy Metal Steve's Birthday Bash at. Bug Jar, and January 22nd, they're playing at Timeless Babes near Buffalo. <laughs> I have no clue what that is. I guess it's a bar or a venue cool. of some sort. Yeah. But they're going to be busy in January. Yeah. Sounds it. So, tell us about this elevator incident. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so... Rochester folks... This was at the shithole Strath no, Allen. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Putting him on blast. Uh, so we celebrated my bestie's birthday. Yep. Which was on the 31st. Yes. So we went out to dinner Friday night to Char mm-hmm. and had a really delicious meal. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to go upstairs. They have a bar on. I don't even know what floor it is. Nine. Ninth floor. Mm -hmm. And we had a drink up there. And then we were ready to call it an evening. We got into the elevator. We went down a floor or two, right? Three. We went down to six. The door opened. Uh, An obnoxious group was trying to get in. I don't think they were obnoxious. What? Are you kidding me? I don't think they were obnoxious. Sh- Shannon, if you're listening to this, why did you leave the elevator? <laughs> I thought she left the elevator because there were too many people in it and she like freaked out. Um, I'm just going to let her respond to that <laughs> once she hears this. All right. So the doors open on six. A gaggle of people came in the elevator and she said, oh, hell no. And got off at the sixth floor. And of course, her husband followed her. Mm. We were trapped back in the corner. There was like mm. no moving yeah. for us. I think so that when the people are forcing their way on the elevator, there's like an inner and outer, like there's the, the outer part of the elevator doors that close. Yeah. There's also the inner doors. Right. Um, They had broken the inner doors. So they were open. Yeah. They were stuck open. But we couldn't open the outer doors because that was latched. Yeah. <laughs> um so the one guy tried to use the call button the elevator call button yeah. and I think that person hung up on us. <laughs> yeah. They they answered and the person explained what was happening and that we were stuck in the elevator and then it was just silence. <laughs> yeah, gone. <laughs> like, oh boy. So then uh, our friend Jed was trying to pry the door open. Mm -hmm. I went over to try and help him. There was no budging that door. Mm -hmm. Like that door was just not opening. Yeah. Doesn't matter how much strength you put behind it. Mm -hmm. 
uh, luckily he randomly had like a little pocket knife in his pocket mm -hmm. <laughs> and somehow mm -hmm. did something to open the door. I don't know what. Yeah. Well, there's like a mechanism that latched from keep the, keeping the outer doors from opening. I never knew that was there, though. I would have I never... I didn't either. Yeah. not Even if I had a pocket knife, I would have not known what to do with it. Yeah. So, thankfully, the doors open, and we piled out. Yeah. I did not freak out too much, oh. but I was definitely on the cusp. Oh, I could see it. Definitely. And everyone was like... That's why when you started trying to pry the door open, I was like, oh, just, just let her carry on with this... Her, her mind's occupied. Yeah, she's keeping herself busy. <laughs> let her keep prying. The door's not opening. No, we'll it was just, not opening. We'll just let her keep trying. <laughs> and everyone in there was like yelling and yeah. everyone else was starting to freak out. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. But. Yeah, they're like, oh, don't worry. We don't have COVID. And you're like, I don't fucking care about COVID. We're fucking trapped in an <laughs> elevator. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that happened. And then, so that only lasted a couple minutes, really, but it seemed like an eternity. It did. It seemed like a really long time. And then, like, all these people that were complete strangers, once the doors opened, were, like, rejoicing with everyone, like, like they'd experienced some, you know... Four-day lockdown yeah, in an elevator. Like, there was a guy kissing your hand for yes. some reason. <laughs> uh, he, he didn't kiss my hand. Well... I'm sorry. I am too. Maybe you should have tried to pry the door open. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Let's play some songs. <laughs> First up, heavy metal shrapnel with the song Death's Embrace of their newly released split with First Fragment titled First Fragment versus Heavy Metal Shrapnel available now on Nameless Graves Records. Lots of S's. Then after that, Dead Soul Alliance from Canada with the song Products of Pain. It's coming off of their upcoming release, Spiraling to Lunacy. Out February. February. That's one of those weird months to say. Yeah. Uh, 17th on Cryptorium 9. And then we're going to go into Old Spirit with the song Burning in Heaven, which is the title track off their upcoming release out February 24th on Bright as Night Records. <laughs>
One other note about heavy metal shrapnel that we forgot to mention was, is, that is uh, one of Andrew Lee's projects, who is from Rip to Shreds. Oh. Who we've played yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, as people are making, maybe some people are even breaking their New Year's resolutions already. Uh-huh. Um, I found something a bit interesting for the beginning of the year. Have you heard of, you've probably seen her, pictures of her. Have you heard of the the blind mystic, Baba Vanga? Yes. You have? Yeah. Well, she is apparently. Is she the one that predicts? She predicts. She predicted. I guess she died in 1996, but made many predictions. Um, she was nicknamed Nostradamus of the Balkans, and her visions are said to be 85% accurate. Wow. She has made some predictions for the coming year. For 2023? Yes. Oh, man. Okay. And I thought we could mention them now and then... See if they come true. See if, yeah. That's a great idea. Uh, some of them, there's four here. And I think uh, I th- at least three of the four seem extremely plausible. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's hear them. All right. Number one is nuclear explosion. Um. This says a power plant could see a huge explosion, which could lead to toxic clouds forming over Asia. Baba predicted that other countries could be affected by the explosion due to a spread of serious disease as the toxic clouds filled the air. Um, while this is a major concern, national leaders are focusing on a potential nuclear disaster in Ukraine as Russia continues to threaten it's Zapra, I can't say that word, nuclear power plant. So that seems like plausible, yeah? Yeah, could happen. Next is bioweapons. Baba had a vision which saw her predict that a biological attack would be launched by a developed country. This prediction seems to relate to the ongoing Ukraine war as Russia President Vladimir Putin has previously threatened Ukraine with a nuclear attack Um, if this prediction comes true this could result in mass destruction and have disastrous consequences not just for people in Ukraine but also for Europe and the world as and the world as Ukraine is one of the leading wheat producers and food production would be further disrupted by a nuclear or biohazard disaster. Yeah, I think the whole <coughs> world would be impacted by that. Yes. And then we have the threat of North Korea, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the third one is a solar tsunami. Whoa, what's that? Uh... The mystic predicted a solar tsunami could take place in 2023 where the Earth's magnetic shield would be fatally destroyed. According to Baba, solar storms would cause blackouts and communication failures. 
The solar storms will send electrical charges as powerful as nuclear bombs from the sun directly to the earth, causing us to move back to the dark ages. Whoa. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. If we were without electricity and communications, we're so dependent on that stuff now. Oh, yeah. Even like, I mean, we lost power for a couple hours recently, and it was like the end of the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I cannot imagine if that happened. I know. Uh, the final one is alien attack. Baba foresaw a world covered in darkness following an alien invasion during one of her visions. She added in another prediction that the Earth's orbit could also change. Um, if this were to happen, the climate on Earth would change massively. For example, if the Earth moves closer to the sun, it would suffer increased radiation and skyrocketing temperatures. If it moves away from the sun, this could descend the world into another ice age with increased hours of darkness. Oh, wait, there's one more after that. Okay. And this one I, I feel like is not to this extent, but I think um, there is stuff like this going on already. So this one, I don't... I feel like this is coming if it's not already oh boy. being okay. tested somewhere. Um, Lab-grown humans. Oh, I just... Oh, man, I just saw an article on this. They have um, these fucking pods. I've seen that, too. It almost looks like, uh, what is it, in the Matrix? You know, they have all those pods, and there were growing infants in them. That's what this is. Um, it's really creepy. Um, That's really weird. This says lab-grown babies could become the latest fad. Those parents choose to edit this or that gene or select from a menu of options for blonde hair, green eyes, or other traits. Uh, should the blind mystic's predictions come true, natural births could be a thing of the past, and lab babies will be the new way to have the perfect little cherub. Cherub. <laughs> <laughs> huh. That's weird. Wow. Well, I don't know. I hope no major catastrophes happen I, this year. Yeah, I know. I feel like there's a good chance that at least two of those, five, not four, could be a thing. Maybe. But let's hope not. I hope not, yeah. Let's see what Grandma thinks about this. Mm.
All right. Grandma has provided us with... I asked Grandma for a band from New York City or New York to start out 2023 with. Mm -hmm. She mentioned Black Rain, who featured John Cyrus on vocals after he left Agent Steel. This was from 1990. Um... Then after a little conversation about that, <laughs> we ended up going with the band Scepter, which was pre-Agent Steel. Um, and, well, she provided me with a, a review from Metal Archives. Okay. Before it goes away, if, if the Baba's predictions come true, <laughs> I am going to read... This review, which is going to explain a bit about that song and the band Scepter. Okay. All right. This is from 2005. And uh, the uh, reviewer is Harachi. It starts out, It's kind of difficult to rate a demo containing tracks which were later re-recorded by what I think a different band altogether, musically speaking. The scarce information one can find about this recording is always related to the official Agent Steel bio, which is not as clear about the matter as it could be. Scepter was a band that recorded a three-track demo in 1983, of which one song was later featured on Metal Massacre 4, the one name that connects Scepter with Agent Steel was the alleged name John, or Zhao Campos, the guitarist in Scepter, who wrote the tracks Taken by Force and 144,000 Gone. Two tracks that later reappeared on Agent Steel's debut, Skeptics Apocalypse. Legend has it that this Campos fellow was in fact John Cyrus, Actual birth name, still a matter of much debate. Uh, the eccentric vocalist of Agent Steel, a kick-ass speed and thrash metal band that was formed by Juan Garcia at approximately the same period, which of course explains the reappearance of said tracks on Agent Steel's debut. The demo tape opens with the track taken by force. People who know this track from... The Agent Steel debut will be surprised to find that this earlier version is even better. The crunchy guitar sound reminding me of Slayer's Show No Mercy is audible despite the lack of production, but I really don't care about that. The notes played seem somewhat higher than the version as featured on the Skeptic's Apocalypse LP. The title track of the tape is a power-laden combination between early thrash metal and new wave of British heavy metal style. An up-tempo track with some frenzied guitar licks and shredding. 144,000 Gone is of course well known among Agent Steel fans everywhere. This version being much more eerie however with an additional intro whispered vocals at the beginning and the overall tempo higher than the later versions and a drive that is, again, better than later versions. The biggest mystery about this tape, however, is the identity of the vocalist, whose very high-pitched vocals are just brilliant. 
It's easy to link these vocals to assuming it was Cyrus himself who did them. But as it was said elsewhere, Cyrus definitely sounds different later on. So who was this vocalist who did an excellent job with his sometimes clenched teeth pronunciation and his high-pitched screams, which sometimes reminded me of John Oliva during Sabotage's Hall of the Mountain King? The band's scepter is an enigma. There's very little information out there, and uh, nobody seems to know. Maybe they do now. Who is that vocalist? That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. To have that mystery behind it. Yeah. Um. So you really did your homework with Grandma this week, but I have to ask you: Do you agree with the review? Yeah, I wanted to chime in during the review. Yeah. But I was just reading the review. Yeah. So I couldn't. So what are your thoughts? Uh, um. I think it's good, but I. I don't know. You know how a lot of times when you hear something first, that becomes your favorite? Yeah. Because that's what you're familiar with. I loved the first Agent Steel when it came out. Mm-hmm. I remember buying it at Heavy Metal. And, yeah. And um, it was really strange. The vocals were really odd and high-pitched. And it was a weird album. And I really liked it. I still do. Yeah. So I, I prefer that. Okay. Well, that's cool. But I think this demo's cool too. Awesome. The sound isn't that great. But Well, and, I mean, and it's I don't, a demo. Yeah. The reviewer prefers the guitar sound on the demo. And I, you don't? I don't know. Well, thanks for sharing. Thank you. Uh, shall yeah. we play some more tunes? Yeah. Do you have an opinion on that? Um. No. no. Honestly, I don't. No. I I don't think I'm familiar enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, to do a deep dive. Yeah. I know you do like the agent seal that you have heard. Yeah. But. But I don't think I've heard enough of it to yeah. have an opinion. Yeah. Well, that's an honest answer. Thanks. Shall we? Yeah. All right. What's up first? We will be hearing Carathus with the song The Portal. This is coming off of their upcoming EP, Amethyst and Moonstone, out Feb 3rd (laughs) on Personal Records. And then we're going to listen to Hell Ripper with their new song, the Knuckle of V off of their upcoming release, Warlock's Grim and Withered Hags. <laughs> Sounds like he named that after us. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Scheduled to be released February 17th on Peaceville Records. Did you say piecemeal? No, Peaceville. Oh, okay. Um, Did I say piecemeal? No. Oh. I think you said Peaceville. I did say it weird, didn't I? Yeah, but then you corrected it, so it's all good. After that, we're going to hear a valse with the song Repulsive Infestation off of their Postulant Spawn release, available now on Transylvanian Recordings. (laughs) 
and you are listening to Grim Dystopian. Yeah, I'm a shit, you don't 
All right, I got a question for you. All right. Are you ready? I think so. Have you ever been caught watching porn? Um, <laughs> I don't think so. So. <laughs> have you? No, I'm not. I don't do that. I've never been a porn watcher. Ever. Is that weird? Mm. No. That's what you were supposed to say. You failed. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I like your innocence. Yeah, it's so adorable. <laughs> Not creepy at all. Uh, people are sharing the most embarrassing times they were caught watching porn. Um, the first one is funny. It's called the Chromecast Fail. <laughs> Actually, Chrome casted it to my downstairs TV. That feeling of, oh shit, when you don't hear the volume is the absolute worst. <laughs> and we do that to each other yeah. constantly. Yeah. With music, not with oh, yeah. porn. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, like, I'll be just like watching, I don't know, like random Facebook videos down like that rabbit hole yeah. and I'll click it to open it and I'm like, oh fuck, I just heard it on the downstairs speaker. Yeah. Um... And then there's the Bluetooth fail. My friend had his in-laws and whole family in town and masturbated in the shower to porn. His phone was connected to the Bluetooth speaker downstairs. Everyone heard the porn play throughout the house. <laughs> why does why does the detail about him masturbating in the shower really matter? I don't know. Like, it, do we need to know that? No, but it's, it makes it a little more funny. <laughs> My dad asked me why... Big Tits was on the search history. <laughs> <laughs> I was 11 and told him I saw those words in a book and wanted to know what they meant. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Roommate's boyfriend came into my room while I was masturbating. I had panicked and lied that I was doing homework when he knocked so he thought it was safe to come in. It's weird. <laughs> <clears throat> Watched lesbian porn on the family computer as a young teen girl in a pretty religious household. My parents sat my brother and I down for questioning. Totally believed it was him. <laughs> That's so great. I blew the family monthly data usage and cost the family an extra $100. They found out when they checked my data breakdown, which had Pornhub network at 19 gigs. <laughs> <laughs> dad went into the hospital one day and as my family was sitting in the waiting room my grandpa and brother took my tablet to see something saw my history dad fucking son <laughs> Ew, what <laughs> that goes far beyond porn yeah um let's see my mother walked in when i was 13 i pressed the back page button to hide it but it was too obvious so she pressed the back button again and it was more porn <laughs> <laughs> i think that's about it yeah i know i know someone that this happened to very closely <laughs> And uh, 
So they, this person and their friend were watching porn, very young. I think they were like 11, 12, probably 12. And uh, the uh, people came home and they just turned the monitor of the computer off. <laughs> so when the, the monitor was turned back on, there was fucking porn on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny yeah they claim that it was a, a porn pop-up that they weren't actually seeking out the porn but they were on like some other website and there was a porn pop-up yeah okay so the story goes <laughs> yep all right are we ready to wrap up our first episode of 2023. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think everyone's ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First up, Udande. Is that how you would say that? I think so. Uh, with the song, I'm not a pessimist. I'm a realist. And this is coming off of their latest release, Slow Death, a celebration of self-hatred, out now on Vendetta Records. And after that... Ashen Tomb from Finland with the song Graveless Abomination off of their upcoming self-titled debut album out January 20th on Personal Records. And lastly, we're going to be hearing Confined with the song Privilege of Atheism. That is a privilege. It's not a right. <laughs> off of their <laughs> upcoming release, Eternal Fury of the Disillusioned Ones out tomorrow on Varkis Records. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And we hope you get exactly what you deserve in 2023.